0: And welcome to the Moonshine Jesus Show. We're glad that you can join us today. We are, as always, brought to you by the wonderful organization, ProgressiveChristianity.org. Great place to find all your Progressive Christianity resources. Um, I hope you'll check them out on their website and social media, and that you'll follow us on social media, and you'll subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we will be talking about TMNT, Mutant Mayhem, and we will spoil it for you so that's the thing that you ought to know i am joined as always by the one the only mark sandlin how are you doing today mark
1: i am doing great man i really am i'm having a good time today uh we'll get into the show but the one thing that if anyone says this was not a fun movie i don't understand them
0: they're they're lying
1: that, that's not yeah. true. <laughs> so it'll be fun to <laughs> talk about. Amazing. It, just because it's got stuff that we can talk about, but it's fun. It's fun for it is fun. Up. It yeah. is fun. You know,
0: you know what else is fun, Mark? What? Drinking I I while
1: we talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> did you, man. Did you bring a drink? I did. I went ahead and oh, made gosh. a 10 age mutant, mutant ninja turtle ooze. You can tell it looks oh, like ooze. Okay. It is yeah. uh coconut rum, uh melon uh liqueur and pineapple. And you can see since it sounded like a tiki drink, I put it in my glass tiki cup with yes, a little yes. bit of accoutrement to enjoy. Kind of it also kind of has that 80s vibe with the colors going yeah, on there. I like it. it yeah, I like so it. I went that yeah. direction. What what did you decide to go with? Okay. For the first time,
0: I made the same drink, but I made it differently. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, hey, so I I that's, tur- that's- so uh, this has never happened. Never happened. Somebody needs yeah. to document this. But you know, uh, but look, yes, I made it. The uh, I made the same drink, but but I yeah. made it in a different way. I t- called it a, a, a turtle cocktail. So, say melon liqueur, uh, yeah. coconut rum, and pineapple juice. But uh, I've got mine. It's a shot, and you can huh. I, you can kind of see it. It's green, but it's in this yeah. glass that kind of looks like a turtle shell. My it brother-in-law, like uh, he he made he nice. blows glass. He made this for me, and on the bottom, it's got all the turtle all colors. All the colors here. for the
1: turtles.
0: Yeah, I so it's kind it. of like a, a turtle shell. This is my my ninja turtle shot. That's so. very Cheers cool, Cheers to you,
1: Mark. Cheers to you. Cheers to a great show. Jesus. 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 Welcome back to the Moonshine Jesus Show. You are joining us for our Geek Out segment, where Caleb and I will commence to geek out uh, about the show we're talking about. We promise we'll keep it kind of focused and kind of short so we can get on to the Theo Politico in our next segment. But for those of you who somehow may not be initiated into all things that are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, let me give you the setup for this movie. It is your, well, typical coming of age story that happens to feature pizza-obsessed teenage turtles that have <laughs> mutated into humanoid forms and also happen to have ninja skills. Like I said, a typical, typical movie-going stuff. It, it makes perfect uh, sense if you think about it. It, it does, and it's so normal. It, I'm getting old. This is an old story. Why do they have to keep telling this story? And this particular one, after years of being sheltered from the human world, uh, the turtles set out to, you know, win the hearts and minds of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers mm-hmm. and uh, their new friend april o'neill helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate but they soon get in over their heads when an army of other mutants are unleashed upon them so caleb i know yes. that you are a lifelong Teenage I am. Ninja wife brand. long. Yes. All right. So I'm actually really interested. I don't want to hear your analysis. I don't want to hear your breakdown. The first thing I want to hear is when you're sitting in the theater, the movie starts, what's your emotional experience? And then what was your emotional experience oh. throughout that movie?
0: Okay. So, so this was like, this was double for me for, uh, for, yeah. uh, for two reasons here. Okay. Because one Ninja Turtles movie is the first movie I really remember going to see really? in okay. the movie theater. Yeah, I don't think it's the first movie I saw, but it's the first one I remember seeing, the yeah, the 1990 yeah. uh, live-action Ninja Turtle movie. Okay, so mm-hmm. I had that uh, emotional thing and so i've i've been visiting my parents in missouri and so wow. i went with my parents to go see oh, wow. the ninja turtle movie so i had a great emotional experience of this movie That's because cool. i'm like this is like my childhood you know yeah. and i i spent so many hours watching teenage mutant ninja turtles because i was born m- mark just like in, in the midst of the turtle mania, right? So the, right. the comic came out in 1984. I was born in 1985. The cartoon oh, yeah. came out in 1987. And so like yeah. all of my life, I remember Ninja Turtles being a part of it. <laughs> I, I've been finding my Ninja Turtle toys yeah. while I've been visiting with my parents. <laughs> fantastic. I love, I love Ninja Turtles. Sitting here watching this movie, it was it was great because it was all the best stuff about the Ninja Turtles, including yeah. the weirdness. Uh, the thing that I loved about watching this movie as an adult was, like, they really leaned into how weird the Ninja Turtles lore is, and yeah. they kind of, they, they they really accepted it as as yeah. as kind of a weird story. Like I the right. quote I just said a few minutes ago, it makes perfect sense if you think about it, right? The, the meta <laughs> commentary that they gave right. as they were Absolutely. trying to explain Absolutely. how weird this and yeah. little sense right.
1: it actually made. Right. They embraced the weirdness and picked on yeah. themselves throughout the movie. It was a lot of fun. I had, you know, I didn't grow up with the uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was yeah. already in high school when that started happening. Uh, my yeah. kids did grow up with it and they were both very much yeah. obsessed with it. So there is this childhood joy of watching my own kids, yeah. enjoying it and watching it with them. We, My kids and I watched everything together all the time. It was just what we did yeah. as a family. And I, I, like I said, I didn't see it as a kid, but there was this, nostalgic childhood joy that I couldn't help but feel as I was watching Mm. it just as I remembered my kids watching it and watching what they were doing on the screen I mean it was pretty incredible what they were managed to pull off which which takes me to the next thing I'm really curious to hear about was um what was your take on the animation style or sort of styles that they yeah. went with and, and how, what did you think about the particular choice? Cause it was something we would not really seen yeah. before, at least in total, not seen before.
0: I, I loved it. Um, and yeah. so I think, uh, so, and I think that a, like that added to the nostalgia of it all in some ways, ah. because, um, because I mean, we've not had a shortage of Ninja turtle uh, 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 creation, creation, right? I mean, we've had animation, we've had the, live action. Yeah.
1: This is the seventh movie that's just movie right. not comics right. not books not television not yeah
0: right yeah because there've there've been a number of animated series on television as well so oh. i mean you can watch ninja turtles pretty much whenever you want but right. i i think i think the style Made it, it. It made it feel a little bit more um, original to the kind of the the comic book uh, mm-hmm. the origins of the story. I think that added to the the nostalgia. So the mm. only place that I've really seen anything like this kind of attempted is in uh, the Into the Spider Verse right. kind of films. You know where we see yeah. the kind of the comic book animated styles. Uh, but I I thought it was great. What was your reaction to it?
1: I I thought it was absolutely amazing because I'm with you. They very much started off with the animation style that Spider-Verse uses. Um, It's pretty evident. But one of the things I love about the movie is how seriously they took, which wasn't always the case with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, properties, uh, how seriously they took that these are teenagers. And so the animation style for me they took the nice clean very interesting new almost 3d ish graphics uh highly uh, um colorized what spider-verse did but then they dirtied it up really well like they left like in, instead of uh filling in background stuff they just do scribbles uh the yeah. faces were were typically not symmetrical at all they were asymmetrical almost like a, a kid in his first art class was drawing the face kind of thing um and the, and they they were non-apologetic about it like they were frequently the main character who's speaking would have just random scribble on the side of their face it, it felt yeah. very organic and like middle school or when i was there junior high uh kind of like what you would see in the corners of someone's uh, uh note, notebook as as the the lecture gets boring and they just start scribbling stuff yeah so i i loved how they did that it was fun it was engaging yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it felt, it felt right for who they were telling the story about.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And I, I love the fact that this really did also feel like the first uh, Ninja Turtle adaptation we got where they really did feel like teenagers in terms of personality yeah. and stuff. And I don't think that really hit me until I was actually watching this movie. I'm like, wait, they're like, they're like real teenagers. They're voiced yeah. by like real
1: teenagers. The only time there's ever been voiced by teenagers.
0: The only right, and so it it never really felt like they were. Teenage mutant ninja yeah. turtles, right? They were just mutant ninja turtles, and so yeah. that made it that made it like a lot of fun, too. And, and, and as oh, you were saying earlier, a real coming of age story, you really got to right. feel uh, what they might feel like going through this.
1: Yeah, I, I was I forget what it was before I ever watched the movie. You know how it works in social media sometimes something pops up and you're curious, and you realize I, sh- I don't want to know this, I don't want to know this, right? Yes, one yeah. of the thing. all right, one of the things that I read was from the director who said uh, that not only did he intentionally hire teenagers to play the main roles yeah, because he wanted right. to give it that energy and that realism but when he they none of them recorded their parts separately they were all in the same in the studio at mm, the same time yeah and he never turned the mics off like they would read <laughs> their lines and he would leave yep. the mics on so when they did typical teenager cutting up and talking over top yeah. of each other and stuff yeah. that the good parts, some of that he would mark and save and put into the movie. So some of the times when we see a big screenshot where it's the four of them just <laughs> yep. goofing off, talking about some YouTube video and doing crazy goof stuff. And you can barely understand cause they're all talking at the same time, but they're laughing and yeah. having a great time. Is just what really happened in the room with the teenagers recording it. That's and fantastic. That, True. Oh, you can feel <laughs> that's it. A... I mean, you can feel it when you're you. You can't
0: right? feel it, and that's one of the fun things about like yeah. even if you go hang out, uh, hang out with teenagers, you know, and which is yeah. you know something occasionally we have to do as clergy, mm-hmm. right? To take <laughs> take teenagers on t- and trips, and it, it's kind of a way of being like man, they're having such fun. I remember yeah, what it was I, like to be like that, yeah. to not have a care in the world, yeah. to to really be having fun yeah. and, and enjoying that. Yeah.
1: My first church job was yeah. uh, uh, doing ministry with middle schoolers. And yeah. I loved it. People thought I was nuts. And people, I mean, you know, everybody, oh, I can't believe you want to work with middle schoolers. You want to there work is, with them. Yeah. There is an energy and a happiness and a, 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 this new sense of pure curiosity which goes yeah. along with that age. And that's exactly what yeah. we saw in this movie. I mean, they yeah. were so curious about the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. At first, they're even not that interested in being heroes. They're more interested right. in the, the human experience. You know, they go out right? and they, yeah. they're talking about wanting to see concerts and they do show yeah. up to an outdoor movie, uh, which is something I'm curious about. Why do you think the outdoor movie they watched was Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Because he gets to go and explore the world,
0: right? He's uh, he's mm-hmm. supposed to be in this very strict confines, and in that case, uh, you know, high, high school. school and stuff. Which, are, and, which he,
1: they're curiously really wanting to go to. They really want to go to high school.
0: Right? <laughs> I can't wait to go to high school. Right? Uh, and but he gets to go out and he gets to do whatever he wants. And you know, yeah. the scene that they're watching at the end is where he hijacks the parade, right? The parade. And I mean, just the best. The hey, I bet every day is like this in high school. You can go hijack right. parades yeah. and do whatever you want. Right. And so it's the freedom. Ferris Bueller is all about freedom and being yeah. who you want to be and doing what you want to do. Plus, it's it's quintessential 80s, just like oh, Ninja Turtles. So it's, yeah, so, yeah
1: so, so I love that. Yeah.
0: And I, I love Absolutely. that it was and I, not and a cartoon.
1: Of, yeah, and I think part of it also uh, – that was so cool watching uh, the yeah. – the 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 real movie within a cartoon, and right? they did it a couple of other times with some videos yeah, where they yeah. were learning to be ninjas. I love that they used Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller was probably my favorite movie uh, growing, uh, uh, second favorite movie growing up in high school. Ferris Bueller just I connected with that. I loved it. Yeah, and yeah. I right. think I also think part of the reason they used it, and and this plays into some of the good things they were doing with this uh, movie, uh, was. This is a guy that was different, unusual, mm-hmm. but loved mm-hmm. for being different and unusual. Yeah. He was accepted yeah. everywhere he went. So I felt like yeah. that was a, just such a really smart choice for these teenage mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles who had the experience. We see a flashback where uh, their, their, their dad uh, goes and takes them. You know, into yeah. the world, and they're not accepted, even in the, in the middle of uh, Times Square, where everyone's in weird costumes and they're in, right? They look like they're in weird costumes, but nobody accepts them. And it's, you know, right? I, yeah. I love that setup of, the, of early on having to watch Ferris Bueller for the setup of being accepted for being different and how cool and, 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 and how they were desiring that. I thought was really, really amazing. So, Like I said, you're you're a big fan. You kind of know the canon over a long period of time, much more than I do. I'm curious about what you thought about the places where they changed some of the main canon. In particular, they seem to rewrite the canon and say only animals can be mutants. Like in the original comic books and earlier movies, it was frequently humans that mutated towards animal. yeah people forms what did you think about that change and and i'll probably have a follow-up based on what you say (laughs) yeah so um so for instance splinter
0: was originally Hamato yoshi right who who has come and it's uh he's come into contact with a rat and so their forms kind of mutate together and the turtles become human beings because the most recent Being they've been in contact with is Hamato Yoshi. Whenever he finds them as a human being in the sewers, and so um, uh, same with uh, the Fly, right? In 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 the comics, Baxter Stockman becomes the fly right the yeah, super which, fly. Was based,
1: which was inspired by jeff goon Goomblo-
0: via the fly, fly. which yeah. Yeah, right because well, what's creeper than right. that anyway uh, <laughs> you know uh, you know if you had asked me this going into the movie if you had told yeah. me this and i had known i probably would have you know had some nerd rage about it but it yeah. didn't uh but i didn't know that and it didn't bother me i i yeah. i kind of like i I thought it worked fine in the show, especially since mm-hmm. they poked fun at it. I think one thing that made less sense is that, uh, um, yeah. So they explain it right it, it, in the comics and the the early cartoons that that it's the it's the mutagen. The ooze, right? It, the it ooze. combines the ooze. two. We like to the, call it the, the ooze. ooze. the ooze. <laughs> I like that. The ooze, yeah. Uh, Not the, the sludge. Ooze. We like to call Not it the Not the sludge, the ooze. <laughs> a, <laughs> great, a great moment. Fun line. Yeah. Um, it, but, it, right, it combines the two cells. And it, yeah. it doesn't, like, what makes them become turtle people? It, you right. know, they put one at it, but it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense, I don't no. think, whenever we lose that. Uh, Yeah, it really does. huge deal. Tell me. Okay, so based on how I...
1: I completely agree. I don't even have a follow-up. I completely agree. I mean, I felt like, you know, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady and several of the bad guys that we get introduced to in the original stuff, if I remember right, were actually humans who got exposed to ooze and became animals rather than animals got exposed to ooze and became hybrids, animal people kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I thought it was really a a smart move because I I think it makes the... all the characters that are mutants much more intriguing uh that it's not a human that has uh changed form because then we got all these humans that something could happen to i just think it's much more interesting to leave it in the animal world and sets up the trying to navigate humanity which is a lot of what this is about Ooh, I like that. a lot yeah. better than yeah. mutating the other way okay it is very clear that we could geek out about this for another 20 minutes but as you remember i started this segment telling people don't worry we won't stay on this too long oh, and okay. uh, we've already stayed on it too long so uh, <laughs> after we have worn out our geeked out welcome let us take a quick little drop and come back on the other side for our politico uh theo politico segment <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the Moonshine Jesus Show. We are entering our Theopolitico segment, where we will talk about theology and politics of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mutant Mayhem. We have shown you that we are indeed geeks, and we have watched a (laughs) lot of Ninja Turtles. And... uh, we've also studied some theology and politics and so i have got to get here. A little bit <laughs> a little bit uh right i i, I don't know <laughs> have i spent more time studying theology or watching Turtle? i know which
1: i know which one it is for me and since yeah. i am installed as a minister in the church I don't want to talk about it <laughs> that's a yeah that's a great answer Quite going in the opposite direction of what the average person would think it does <laughs> It's always
0: Bible. No, I've read it. It's always the Bible. No, okay. So I've got some (laughs) questions for you, Mark. And one of them, one of the lines that really jumped out at me is uh, one of the turtles is referencing the way that Splinter has taught them about humans. And he says, I know that it's objectively prejudiced their reaction to thinking all humans are bad, but Mm -hmm. that's what father taught us. So Mark, I'm curious to get your perspective on this how hard is it to unlearn what we have been taught?
1: It is ridiculously hard, (laughs) particularly if the person teaching us is someone that we revere and have respect for, Mm -hmm. and more importantly, has done something that shows how deeply they care for and protect us. Mm -hmm. Because it starts to feel like a betrayal, if, if not. If they weren't particularly wonderful people, but we thought, wow, yeah. let's look what they're doing in the world. I'll listen to them. Uh, it's it's a little easier. It is really difficult to break out of those um, ways of seeing the world when a person you cared about, a person who's cared for you, talks to you about it. Um, and honestly, uh, it's too few people manage to to navigate that space. It's really difficult. Matter of fact, frequently, it it never breaks out because you get Mm -hmm. confined to the world that you're in, and you don't get exposed to things that might allow you to begin to question or um, begin to even explore other approaches to it. Um, But I think that honestly, for me, uh, particularly in a progressive Christian setting, that's one of the main things that that we progressive Christians do well and need to continue uh, working on is not telling people what to believe as much as providing a space that is safe to ask those questions about the things they have learned about others or about the world. Place where it's safe to ask questions, a place where you know that you're going to get honest and uh, uh, um, really well thought out and scholastic responses. Of here's the information, uh, and and you can ask all the questions you want. You won't be judged. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, we're just going to try to be here with you and 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 continue to provide responses based on your questions. I mean, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, I love it. Yes, that's what, that's <laughs> I mean, what we're about. That's, that's, that's when, when we're at our best, right? <laughs> wait, wait. Not you're not we're always, always at your our best? best. Well, what? you and I are. But I'm telling you, well, it's of, course. <laughs> of course, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we mess up a lot in progressive circles, too. But yeah, this, yeah, this is what we we call like inherited theology. Right. The, the, the theology that we inherit from these the, from folks who mm-hmm. teach us about that. Yeah, it, I, I agree. Is one of the things that I spend the most time doing in, in my personal yeah. ministry as people come to the church. But one of the most heartbreaking things is whenever you uh, are hearing someone describe something, that has been harmful to them, and that they've thought that they had to believe. Say, for example, that they're uh, they're gay, and they've been taught that that's a sin, right? And okay. so, and so, they even as they they deconstruct that, and they say, you know what? This is based on crap theology. This is terrible theology. I've learned how to, I've deconstructed this. That you're right. Sometimes there's that seed of that that stays within that person, yeah. even after they've deconstructed all of that, Absolutely. that says, am I really worthy? Am I, I mean, is everything that I've done actually against God, even though intellectually I know, yeah. but it's it's what I was taught, you know, and it's yeah. hard to to ever get well, that yeah. seed completely out.
1: In, in a lot of ways, it does feel like betrayal. Uh, it feels like you're betraying yeah. a person who yeah. really mattered to yeah. you and you respected and you were trying to honor. Uh, and that's one of the things we have to be even better at in helping people navigate that weird little space where intellectually they completely get that what they were taught is, is, is not real, it's not right. right. Um, but the emotional part where we have to help folks figure out how do I yeah. not feel like I'm betraying that person? How do I still feel connected and like they they matter to me and, and are yeah. important, but I can I can think differently than them, but still love and care for yeah, and yeah, I, I think that's me a, in some way,
0: and and that's important. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's important for progressive churches to not be you know uh, a little wishy-washy about how they're uh, how they're going to be inclusive like yep. you know if you're going to be church if you're going to go through the whole thing of being church meeting on sundays or whatever mm-hmm. like be church and and <laughs> proclaim something that doesn't make people feel horrible about themselves Absolutely. the rest of their lives. it doesn't matter if there are 20 people in that sanctuary you know or, yep. or five you know be uh, just uh, be the church be the church um so there are a lot of great lines in this mark uh, one really of the other are. ones that i loved was yeah. um whenever we hear that uh humans are complicated creatures they're good <laughs> like april and bad like that lady who tried to kill us <laughs> um, yeah yeah that's right that's so, My, so the humans are complicated creatures uh yeah. is that is that true what do you think about that mark uh what's uh what's your take on that
1: oh gosh what that's a giant question people have wrote i know well but no,
0: i don't want to no, hear what no. millions of authors think honestly that's what we need
1: uh, of course honestly no People are not as complicated as we try to make them out to be. People aren't as complicated as the world that they reside in pushes them to believe that they are. Mm. People want to be loved and included. You do those things, which includes things like equality and justice, love and inclusion, all of that. That is the basic human need. Yes, we have Maslow's hierarchy of needs that we all have to have, but if if we all love and include each other, those basic needs are met. Our core need is to be loved, genuinely loved, uh, and it needs to be like a real, not a conditional love, genuinely loved for who you are and included because you're loved. It's... We're really not much more complicated than that, are we? Wait, wait, wait,
0: So you're saying that like, if we, if we love each other unconditionally and like if people experience love and they experience acceptance, mm-hmm. that they're more likely to act that way towards other people.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, oh, I'd love to say that that was mine, but I, I read <laughs> something from a guy who once said, love your neighbor as yourself. I don't remember his right. name, but
0: that sounds like that that sounds like I your think, theology uh, degree <laughs> and studies coming through. We're talking about right. ninja turtles here, man. Okay,
1: okay, you're right, you're right, all right. I just say I might have stolen that from some dude that had a <laughs> you, might, you might have stolen it a from sorry. a guy that might have had a couple of books written about it, but I'm just saying <laughs> uh, that we really are that un uncompl- it, it 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 certainly feels great to think we're all complicated. Yeah. It's the world that makes us feel like we're complicated. Because yeah. the world doesn't love and include everyone. Am okay, so I oversimplifying
0: this? I I love the way that you've answered that, but I also love the fact that you point to how simple the gospel actually is. <laughs> because not only do we make human beings ourselves uh, seem much more complicated, point. but we see we make like religion mm-hmm. and the Bible we make that super complicated. <laughs> yeah. And, it's really not that complicated no, when you really, boil it down. It's yeah. lo- love your neighbors as yourself. And if you yeah. want to know God, you got to love people. That's what it's about. Yeah. Love. If you yeah. wonder what you should do, maybe. It's one of my God. favorite.
1: One of my favorite things is, and I, I, I can't do it off the top of my head right now. But when Jesus is asked that, he says uh, the greatest commandment is love God yeah. and love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, yeah, the and there is actually a word that means and basically the same thing. So loving your neighbor is loving God.
0: Equal, equal. It's pretty, uh, well, cool. pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And this it also,
1: cool. also should tell us something about our how we conceive God. If loving neighbor right. is loving God, what then, word, uh, that, right? Mark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right.
0: Because that's what people are like, well, how do you believe in God? uh what you know this mm-hmm. this old guy in the sky who's omnipotent right. and omnipresent yeah. and True. uh omniscient and all that like mm-hmm. maybe uh maybe don't believe in that god uh and right. like i you know maybe that's not what god is that's just what people have told you that god is hey look i i'd love to dig into that more but i've got another question i have to ask Uh-oh. you before we run out of time okay and, uh, right. it has to do with The media and this uh so the Hmm. media becomes an important part especially Mm -hmm. at the end of the film i think one we should say uh it's great that april is she's a teenage reporter too and and she's a person of color uh which i I think uh is is a good representation but we see during the final fight scene the media okay. portraying false information mm-hmm. about the Ninja Turtles. And that respond or that influences how people respond to them, right? They're they're against them. And April gets on, and all she says is, actually, that's not accurate. I've got new information. And actually, right. the turtles are trying to defeat Superfly. Help the turtle. <laughs> and all of a sudden, when people have accurate information, they make mm-hmm. a different decision. Is that yeah. making any commentary about uh, the state of media these days?
1: No, I mean, in the United States, they, we have laws that make sure people don't lie about the news, right? Oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> I was really worried <laughs> that, that, there was, uh, that there was this one station uh, right. that, uh, yeah. uh, no. uh, that sounds like the name of an we, animal. Uh, we, we have, I, was, oh, I, I
1: remember there. very distinctly growing up that we have law. Lo- oh, wait a minute. There was a president that got rid of that. Never mind. Never mind. We, we oh. did. We used. We used to have laws about that. Turns out, I oh, man, I missed that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we definitely. We definitely have news channels that are lying their asses off to influence people, to make them ugly, mean people, to hate, to. Let's not say hate. We definitely have news stations that are actively trying to other people trying to create mm-hmm. divisions because because capitalism because it sells because more people will tune yeah, yeah. in give them something that allows them to feel like they're more important or better than or that there's this evil that they need to be focused on and they will keep coming back to hear that and to provide the in, energy and the information they need to yeah. be focused on that so yeah, yeah.
0: no unfortunately yeah. Who gives a shit if it tears the country apart
1: <laughs> as they're doing it? Or kills people. Or <laughs> kills people. Or, or, or
0: literally killing? It, yeah. it is
1: literally killing people every day. Yeah. The, 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 and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we say that we're, we're not a PG show because uh, it's bullshit. The bullshit that they put yeah. out there is killing people. And the fact that yeah. our government will not do a damn thing about it. They keep allowing it to happen. Yep. While people die over lies. Yeah, that is a real problem, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. It yes, and and people
0: uh, people are being influenced and and believe things, and and so I think maybe our our shout out to everyone listening is please don't believe everything you see or hear just because you've seen and or heard it unless it's on <laughs> but, this show unless it's on this show yes oh i'm glad you caught that mark because Woo, true, uh, that you close. can always trust it trust us yeah just, uh, just blindly accept anything we say absolutely and if, yeah. like anything we say about god don't don't bother to to no Shit, please please it. think for yourself please yeah, think absolutely. for yourself Okay, I, I have other things I want to talk about, but on, you know no, no. we have another segment that we've got ah, to get true. to because uh, we need to try to make each other look stupid. That's what mm-hmm, we do in the next right? segment, and if we don't do that, I know like we're gonna really regret it. So let's end mm-hmm. the segment. Let's come back after the drop and let's try to make each other look stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the Moonshine Jesus Show. You're joining us for our Make Me Look Stupid segment, where Caleb and I do our very best to ask a question that will make the other co-host bumble and stumble and look completely stupid. Uh, so, Caleb, uh, for two shows in a row, you've not managed to steal any uh, questions. I'm really off my game. What know, is up a, I'm with I'm a little this? disappointed in you. I was so certain, like last last show i had five questions just to be ready i'm I so disappointed in you i only did two this yeah. time and you didn't steal either one of them so next time you I'm might like to come with one and now i'm in, gonna take it i will never do that i won't trust it that much but i'm going to be the benevolent host of this segment and give you one last opportunity to steal one of my questions <laughs>
0: okay um okay so one of the things that i i kind of loved was the references to other pop culture stuff in uh teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem that was a lot of fun and so they reference in this movie hulk and megamind uh so i'm curious uh mark uh in the past, we have seen Tina team ups between the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, say, Batman, for instance. Uh, what universe are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in? Do they who are 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 uh, Hulk is obviously he's he's Marvel and oh, uh, Batman's Batman. DC. Yeah. yeah. What what yeah. universe yeah. are they in?
1: Yeah, I, I think in this movie, not in. All the other iterations of it, they are in their own universe, which is ours. They refer to them as characters, as bat, you know, as uh, they definitely refer to these other folks as, as characters, things they've watched on YouTube. You know, I need to say, I think just based on how many references they made to uh, YouTube and, and and Netflix type things. They have remarkably good Wi-Fi for sewers. They really. They even ask
0: about the Wi-Fi situation. Oh, that's right. You wrote it down
1: as a Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they have remarkably good Wi-Fi for that. But that's my take, is that they, they, they live in our universe, at least that's what we were supposed to believe, and that they're making these pop culture references just like you and I do throughout these shows. What do you think?
0: Um, I think that uh, they have. I think that they have watched Hulk, for instance, on yeah. uh, on their on their streaming services. Mm-hmm. I, I'm holding so, out. So you Hulk. believe they have
1: Disney Plus? Is what you're saying?
0: I think they have Disney Plus. <laughs> I think right. they have Disney Plus and Mega Mind. Yeah. That's uh, I, that's that's like DreamWorks, isn't it? I
1: really uh, think it so is. So what was that
0: Netflix? Uh yeah. Probably, probably Netflix, like uh, yeah, they they mm-hmm. probably got all the streaming services because I mean all the they're streams. in the sewer. When you get to watch a cockroach surfing a turd, is that there? <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic.
1: I I'm gonna hold out hope that
0: they're in which the maybe remember, hold on, hold on, hold
1: on. Maybe remember because oh! the okay. person who said that we have not brought up puke girl. A puke girl. Well, uh, well, That's see. Yeah. She's the one that said, oh, a cockroach riding a turd. Like, she's the one that said it. But we didn't bring up. That's one of the most brilliant scenes in the movie is when we <laughs> see her. Yeah, puke,
0: puke.
1: And then she does yeah. a little bit. Oh, that was so great. <laughs> and, well, OK.
0: Yeah, so it's good. And it, was anyway. was like, and it, mom, it was the, the color, color of ooze. the color of ooze. And it's great whenever she gets on actual TV. That oh, you yeah. think she's going to stomach it. Get it so down. And then, the she- and then... The- uh, then she oh, sorry about that. That's old All me. Right, I, I'm I over that, that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm holding out hope. I think they're going to be in the same universe as uh, as DC. I want to see right. I want to see some All epic croc- crossovers in the future.
1: All right. Uh, well, we'll see. I know that there was, if I remember right, they crossover more with DC... I think Hulk may have been one of the first times they mentioned Marvel. And uh, if I remember right, Splinter defeated Batman in a crossover animation. So that could be Uh, interesting. Which brings me to my question. Which I did not steal. That you did not steal. Will Splinter be the biggest bad in the next movie? Ooh, ah!
0: Uh, because no. did you see the mid
1: scene credit? Did you see the mid scene credit? I I did. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait, wait. You mean Shredder? Shredder. I meant not Splinter. Obviously not Splinter. Splinter's gonna die. Anyway. Let's be serious. Be serious. Uh, Shredder. So Shredder be the big bad in the next one. Uh, are
0: you, I he's gonna be a tool, which I think is interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess Shredder's always
1: operated as a tool in the cartoons. Has he- I mean uh, there was a time there where he was kind of the main bad guy, right? Was he working for anybody? Yeah, but he anybody? was
0: he was working for Krang, uh, from, from Dimension ah. X. And so uh so so I yeah. think we are going to see Krang in the next mm-hmm. one. And so I, we've and seen I, Krang. Oh, okay. Yeah, you do okay.
1: So you think you think that I think the, that Cynthia Utram Utram she we're gonna get her brand because Krang, yeah. his race was called an Utrum. Oh, and her name's Cynthia Utram. And then, if you remember that that weird kind of white, oversized body that. that he was in, and yep. he had the like Krang was in the that frame was a square gold frame around him. Uh huh. Uh huh. Cynthia Utrum wears square gold glasses oh i think think that they're hinting that that's utram's new body i I could be wrong i think there's a hint Uh... that that's utram's new body and then and yeah
0: i i can't wait to see if that's right but i i agree with you i think
1: it's going to be krang uh you know yeah Yeah, uh, has to
0: be using shredder as a as a tool
1: absolutely all right listen we have had a lot of fun uh we've gone on and on a little more than maybe some people felt like this movie deserved, but we we loved it and we enjoyed it, it so awesome. it doesn't matter. I will say this. I loved it. I enjoyed it. There was a crazy, ridiculous, simple storyline. I, I hope they improve on that the next time. But other than that, no, that's also I'm gonna say one more thing. Okay. As, as yeah, I'm we am to wrap up. Why not, Mark? Look, why not? They violated their own rules of the universe. Uh, just as uh, I'm sorry. I can't help this these geek, things, these geek get out come on come on these, things, come on. Get, these yes. things get to me yes just yes. as um they were saving the world and spilling the ooze back into the water they say oh well what will happen if the ooze gets in the water where all those like sea animals live and it gets exposed what will happen and what implying that well clearly we're gonna have a bunch of sea animal mutants, right right why the hell was one leg made of horses you're breaking your own damn rules like you said that it'll be a bunch of sea animals
0: well he went you know he liked that big glob the superfly was still dripping ooze and walked through the zoo and got a fire there they just forgot oh, well, to leave that party in. Right. Is that what
1: you're saying?
0: No, they didn't. He did. He went through it. No, he did. He landed in the zoo. Oh, did you after say, he like was still
1: dripping from Yeah, yeah he was still. But know, why were there you know, her, But why were there horses, horses in the zoo? zoos? <laughs> so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's okay. where, Because zoos are in
0: parks. That's where mounted police officers <laughs> are, Mark. <laughs> Those are all enough. the mounted Fair police enough. officers. All right. All right.
1: Fair enough. Okay. All right, yeah. listen. We can yeah. keep going on and being goofy and silly about this. It was a lot of fun. Bottom line is a great, fun movie. Don't expect it to be high for movie making, but expect it to be fun, over the top, enjoyment movie making. Uh, So, but we do have to decide what we should talk about next week. Uh, Coming up, we got several very good things. We got Blue Beetle, we got Ashoka, we've got some good stuff. what, What can we take care of next week before we get to those?
0: Okay, Mark, I've been thinking about this, and I want to know what you think. Yeah. Um, so wow. we're both Star Trek fans, and this has been an absolutely incredible season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Strange New Worlds. and we're going to get yeah. the last episode dropped this Thursday, and That's so we can week. talk about the whole season if we talk about it next week. What do you think?
1: I am so into that. I. I, I I was completely into that. they there have been very yeah. good seasons of new Star Trek, but this may yeah. be my favorite reboot or
0: prequel sequel so far. Mark, this may be my favorite Star Trek ever this season Ooh, of strange new worlds i'm gonna say big, right it i'm gonna go ahead and go down and say that is this big. is my favorite star trek this is the wow. best trek we've ever that had is big. i love man. it i know it's big that's i'm gonna go ahead all right and i'm gonna assume that this last episode is gonna fulfill that
1: <laughs> all right you people heard it here this is the best <laughs> ever star trek so if you haven't been watching it, you need to go watch it and enjoy it, and come back and listen to the Moonstar and Jesus show. And if you don't like it, blame Caleb. Just blame. I'm. I'm not saying it. It's Caleb, so it's all on his shoulders. Uh, no, actually, I actually actually very much love it too. So that'll be our uh, show next week. We are so glad and so thankful that you have all tuned yes. into this show. Uh, you are the folks that make it reasonable and possible for us to show up and let our geek flags fly and to play around with some theology and politics and kind of bring that into pop culture. We are so thankful for you and uh, invite you back the next time on the Moonshine Jesus Show. Moonshine Jesus Show.